Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ryan and Ellie podcast. Hey, hey, we're back for some more chatting. Hopefully you're used to us kind of chatting about what we love. (laughs) Yeah, so today we want to talk about some of the common mistakes or themes that we see when people first start out on their weight loss journey and exercise. So we're linking the two things together and typically it's the first thing people think of is exercise when they want to lose weight. And I have been so guilty. In fact, when I was writing down um, about when the planning for this podcast, I actually would just, just use myself as an example of perhaps the things that I've made along the way. And as now as a coach, my main sort of aim in life is to help everyone else. Yeah, and as anything that we talk about, we try to be impartial, we understand differences of opinions, and we also understand that there is going to be a way, you know, for us the human body works in a particular way and we can't get away from that. So we try and back everything by science, but we also want to understand that individuals might have certain preferences, which is why we don't want to put anybody off certain exercise. We don't want to put anybody off starting something new. We want to really encourage people, but we also want people to go in with their eyes open so that what they're doing from the get-go is something that's going to be congruent towards their goals. And I think as we kind of do these more of these podcasts, you'll probably know and see how you know we'll always give our own personal opinion but then also we understand rationale behind reasons why people make certain choices and we always get it and we've been through a lot of things ourselves and that's why with anything any subject that we will discuss the one thing we always say is we we get it we appreciate anything that you've perhaps suffered or dealt with the reasons why you make these certain choices in your life yeah so as we've sort of already said we're talking about the weight loss related goal today so for us the first things first to create weight loss we need one thing and one thing only and that is a calorie deficit so for us when it comes to exercise in terms of weight loss now we're not talking any other goal right now the thing that's important is that it burns calories to help create a calorie deficit and help you maintain a calorie deficit as long as you're doing that you are going to see weight loss yes different modes of exercise may burn more calories may make getting in a calorie deficit that little bit easier but the most important thing is that you are creating a calorie deficit by burning more calories than what you're consuming and how you choose to burn more calories can be are completely up to you there's you know so much now i think we're quite sort of fortunate now there's so many varieties of ways there's different gym classes there's different sort of social clubs now where people are getting more active there's like more of a community feel and that's where like the first number one thing that for us we would always say is do something that you enjoy yeah so i think too often we see people that will go along and they'll see people doing all certain types of exercises and think that they have to do that or they'll go into the gym and they'll see somebody who they you know has a body shape that they perhaps like or would like to sort of work towards and think that they have to do the exact same method and yes it might help in terms of the, them getting the, the result that they're looking for physically but emotionally if they're not enjoying what they what they're doing we're going to find that the, the lifespan of you doing that is much shorter so we always say enjoyment is key and just because say for instance sally from work has decided to go running and she's made incredible progress it doesn't necessarily mean that running's for you especially if you couldn't think of anything worse to do so it's all about having the first thought to yourself 
Because if you think about it, if you start doing something that you actually dread to do, the likelihood is of you adhering to it, sticking to it, is going to be very slim. Whereas if you perhaps, I mean, for, for now, like we have in, brought walking into our lifestyle so much, we love it. And so, you know, it's, it's something for us that we love to keep doing. Our clients actually start off where we just say to them, just start getting active. Walking is a great way. It's low impact. If you have perhaps a lot of weight to lose, walking would be the first thing that we would suggest to anyone to start doing. Yeah. And if you look at the way that you, when you start doing things that you enjoy, it then becomes like, it's not a chore. It then becomes like, you're not thinking about trying to do loads of exercise. And you know, there's different methods. Uh, like we love going to the gym. That's just what we enjoy. We enjoy doing that. So we do it. We have clients that enjoy going to Zumba. I wouldn't like to go to Zumba, but they enjoy it. They, we've got clients who like yoga. We have clients who like going to CrossFit. It's all different modes of exercise, but the long and short of it in terms of weight loss is they help burn calories and burning calories is going to create that calorie deficit. You'll hear us say this time and time again when we cover our podcast because we we want to try and keep it as simple as possible for for you, the listeners, to, to understand and engage with, but you have to be prepared to, to be aware that Really, when it comes to exercise, the most important thing is that it helps burn calories. And you've probably heard Ryan um, previously say that the best gym member is the gym member that doesn't actually go. And you see a lot of people who put so much emphasis on going to the gym, but actually that brings so much stress, anxiety to how they feel because perhaps they suffer with low confidence. They suffer with not knowing what to do in a gym. So the thought of going actually deters them from embarking anything to do with when it comes to the activity side of their journey. So don't put that pressure on yourself to the thought that you have to do anything. If you have a negative emotion towards going to do something, then stop and think about something that you would enjoy doing. You know, perhaps like Ryan said, you know, we've got clients who do go to um classes because also you've got that community feel you go to somewhere you can get better community feel you're more likely perhaps to attend so don't necessarily put so much pressure on doing something especially if you get a dread about going yeah and i think the it sort of then starts to touch on to the next thing about the not fitting your lifestyle because we hear one of the main factors from people who struggle is time and, you know, if you're somebody who right now you want to lose a little bit of weight, you think, I don't have time to get to the gym, but I really want to lose weight. So I'm going to start trying to go to the gym. Reality is it's not just the 30 minute or 45 minute workout in the gym. It's the time it takes to get to the gym. It times to takes to get ready at the gym. It time it takes to get home. All these sort of things add up to it. And if that's not going to be something that fits into your day, don't even start it. You know, we always say to, you know, if you look at. We've been in the fitness industry now combined about 15 years now and we see the same theme every January, every April and often every September. People start going to the gym, health or lever. It doesn't fit their lifestyle and they're unable to sustain it and it goes from going like four or five times a week to, oh shit, I can't make it at all. I'm not going to go. I'm going to throw the towel in. I'm just going to pay this membership for the next three, six or 12 months, however long you signed up for. So what we would say is, you know, if, it, if the gym is something you want to factor in and you enjoy that or a class, just start with once a week that fits in a really, really easy time for you to do. And as you find it, build it up. And like the way that society is now, there's so much pressure on us, like coming from all different angles, whether it's work, you know, work deadlines, family pressures, financial pressures. There's so much pressure on us already that we're creating ourselves. Why are you then going to even add further pressure by trying to kind of commit to something that doesn't fit your lifestyle already. 
So what if, for instance, we've got a new client who's joined us, the thought of going to the gym, you know, is does not even get into her lifestyle at that she's a fat, she's got family. So what we've suggested is perhaps walk, park your car five minutes away from where you would normally park your car. You've already created a five minutes further each way. You're doing 10 minutes perhaps further this week than you were doing last week. So therefore you've already created, as long as your nutrition stays the same that week, you create a larger deficit. So you can see how applying small progress like that is probably a much more realistic way to build it up. Then you can again assess it. Could you perhaps, oh, actually, I could park even further away or little things that you can do perhaps even on a weekend, bring your family involved, do your friends, you know, start meeting your friends and go for a walk, get a takeout coffee and go for a walk rather than sitting in and just sitting there and having your coffee. Yeah, so because when it comes to like um, calories burn, etc., people will often think of like workouts. And what we have is basically you have like your uh, metabolic rate, which is number of calories you'll burn if you're lying down in bed all day then what you have next is your neat which is your non-exercise activity thermogenesis so that'd be activity that you're burning on a daily basis just day-to-day life walking to whether you're picking the kids up whether you're going to work whether it's standing using stairs instead of lifts all these different factors that's going to be like your neat then what you have is your eat and that's only going to be a very small percentage which is your exercise activity thermogenesis so that's what you would be burning like in the gym so if you're doing like a 30 minute workout realistically you're you're not going to be burning much more than three, a maximum of 500 calories in that 30 minutes. But your neat, you can increase your calories burned by up to 800 calories a day without you even thinking about it. So you can easily see how much more effective it would be by switching your focus from exercise to activity. So rather than I need to do this workout, I need to do this workout, which may, yes, burn three to 500 calories in a short space of time. But I'm actually going to look at, let's focus on burning extra 800 calories. Some, some people will burn more extra a day purely by just being more active. And that's what we want to try and get you, the listener, to focus on a little bit more is focus on that active lifestyle. And the next thing I wanted to kind of talk about is also applying perhaps a little bit of logic when you kind of do your activity and perhaps, you know, focus on what works for you specifically. Because like mine said at the beginning, we are all built differently. Perhaps some of us have injuries. And like where we live, if, if nobody knows where we live, we live in Jersey, so perhaps not from Jersey. And um, we have nice sort of coastal sort of views and sites. And we have a promenade where a lot of people go running. And then I can imagine that when someone perhaps wants to embark on their health and fitness and they decide, you know what, I'm going to want to get more fitter and everyone sort of automatically starts running on this place and i'm thinking and i sometimes it worries me not worries me but it, it like it worries me that's when i see certain people running and i you know running such a has high impact there's also posture involved with it and um, perhaps different running techniques that actually a lot of people are more prone to injuries especially if you are carrying excess body weight if you think about doing something with high impact can then also you're sending that impact through your joints like your knees your hips your ankles so sometimes you need to apply that logic to see what's best for you and your body because yeah, we often get a lot of clients who will say to us you know oh, i really, really want to get fit but i hate running and we we don't run ourselves like we ellie's already said we walk a lot and you know we encourage clients to to walk but if you're somebody like who's carrying around an extra say even just as little as an extra stone You've got an extra stone on your ankles, your knees, your hips, your lower back, and then you're going to start running, which then again adds more impact. We would say it's not necessarily a bad thing to do, but what we would say is it's really, really important that you start to focus on 
doing more resistance-based training as well from an injury pre- prevention perspective because, you know, we're not knocking running. We don't yeah. want to knock it. We'd never knock anyone for doing something that's yeah, active. That's what, what we first did when we got together. <laughs> yeah, and it is. It can work, but it's important that you're aware of, like, you know, get your form checked. You know, we always say to our clients who will start running and have little niggles, we're not running coaches, but get your form checked by somebody who's good with running because it's so important that you don't start picking up these little niggles that you can sort of think, Do you know what, I can run through it and it gets worse. I guess the message is, like, your friend or your work colleague or your next door neighbour didn't lose weight just from running. They lost weight through having that calorie deficit. So that's the most important message. When you go to embark on the activity side is don't confuse yourself or don't perhaps need to overcomplicate this part. And that's where we see a lot of people overcomplicating. Obviously, social media, you just need to go on it and you see some fitness models doing some crazy stuff on a treadmill or a Stairmaster. And the question is, did they actually do that to get in that shape or does that video just look good for them to get more views and interaction? You know, you, that's where it's about, what I meant to say at the beginning, is applying that logic to you, what works for you. And don't think that you need to overcomplicate it. You've got to do something that you enjoy because also, sorry, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking at me, you're chatting a lot here. I want to get my agenda. And if you could see, if you could see Ellie when she gets excited, oh, she gets, so she gets so animated. So her hands are going I, wild. I think we should maybe start videoing somebody. <laughs> but, um, if you imagine, if you're dreading to go and do some form of activity, if you think about it, is your energy and your output going to be as high as what it would be if you were going to do something that you enjoy? The likelihood is no. So that's where you need to think about do something that you're going to enjoy because your energy and your output and your effort that you put into that session, that workout, that whatever it is, is going to be much higher. And therefore, not only are you going to enjoy it, but your results are going to be better. Yeah, so I think if we're what we're sort of talking about in summary now would be we want you to have a lifestyle based approach. We want you to make sure you enjoy it, and we also want you to remember that you're all unique, and it's finding a a, a mode that suits your body type, a mode that fits your lifestyle, and a mode that's something that you can see yourself doing longer term. Like we often say to our clients when they first start with us, like they've tried everything. We're a last resort for most people. We 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 appreciate that. Is don't start something now that you can't see yourself doing for six months, 12 months, years to come because it it's never going to be a longer-term lifestyle-based thing unless you have that thought process and approach. Like our overall motto, and I think this is motto that we've kind of been really working on in our own lifestyle, and that's health and happiness. And if I could have a wish for anyone who listens to our podcast or who follow us on social media is that you have that thought whenever you decide to go about something to have that health and happiness. And as long as you've got that, you've got to concentrate. We all have one go at this life. You might as well do things that you're going to enjoy, that are going to make you happy and then lead you to that healthy lifestyle. Yeah, and it's another thing that we sort of, we often talk to our clients about because a lot of the parents as well, like us, is, you know, now kids have so much things that they can do sat in the house. And, you know, for us, we want to try and encourage, we want to encourage our girls to be out and about and active to the degree now. It frustrates us that Ethan May won't sit still for more than five (laughs) minutes. But... By us going out and being active, it's a way that we're burning calories, we're, we're building stronger relationships with the girls, and we're not even thinking about the exercise really, but then we could come home, look on our Fitbits, because we track our steps and we track our heart rate, we track our everything, you can see the difference that we're, we're making without even thinking about it. We've not even thought about the exercise. All we've done was go out uh, with Ethan May on her bike, run around after her on her bike for half an hour, 40 minutes, and we've, we've had fun doing it. Yeah, and we play I Spy, and actually now Eve May's in year one, she's doing spelling, so it's a great way for us 
to kind of fit in a bit of homework without her realising she's doing homework. <laughs> yes. I guess, sorry, Mark. I guess, like, the takeaway is if you're new to this or perhaps you're, you're not new to your health and lifestyle, perhaps you hit a little bit of a slump and you're not seeing the progress that you all deserve because you all deserve the progress. You all need to start believing that you can achieve the progress that you want. The, the main things that we would say is, like we've said in our previous podcast, is track assess it and then make the adaptations and don't go health forever don't do anything that's you know going from two extremes apply it realistically and start off with the minimum and then build up and and then adapt it and assess it and see how it feels for you yes and get family involved it makes it so much easier so much more fun when you do that yeah don't sacrifice that because like we said at the beginning the likelihood is you to adhere it is slim so don't sacrifice anything when it comes to your happiness yes and like we have said several times (laughs) On this podcast, we're talking specifically weight loss here, okay? So please don't come away from this thinking that the only thing that matters is burning calories if you have other related goals, which we will talk about on another podcast, but without us chatting for an hour on this. We've actually stuck to the goal time, I think, today. Yes, so we'd love to hear your feedback. If you have enjoyed today, please do vote, uh, rank us, rate us, whatever it is on the iTunes store. Please make sure you subscribe at hodgsonhealth.com forward slash podcast. And we look forward to tuning in next time. Have a great day as always. Remember health, happiness. Love ya.